Hi, this is Alex Ovechkin. You're listening to Caps Radio 24-7 and the Capitals Radio Network. Here's Carlson, a shot, they score! A deflection back off Bernier, and Carlson's got his second of the night. It's 2-2. Well, you said it, John. You Matt in front of the net. They work it back and forth. Kuznetsov, Carlson, they finally set him up for the one-time shot. He lets that cannon go. Bernier has trouble seeing post-to-post and in the goal in back of the net, but... Everybody doing their part, a big screen, and a good shot. This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. The Capitals fall to the Devils late. Hendricks LaPierre making a statement. And Evgeny Kuznetsov seeing time. On the penalty kill. Good morning, everybody. It is Thursday, September 30th. Welcome to Caps this morning here on Caps Radio 24 7. The Capitals now 0 2 on the preseason after a 5 4 regulation loss last night at Capital One Arena. Goals for Washington leading the way. John Carlson with a pair, his first and second of the preseason. TJ Oshie coming up with an even strength goal in period number two. Michael Vecchioni. Coming up with a power play goal late in the seconds. And that at the time, given the Capitals a lead at 4-3 after two. But the Devils were getting the only two goals in the third period. Game winner coming late on a power play from Nico Heeshear. Time of the goal, 18-48. And in regulation, the Devils 5-4 winners. And the Capitals now 0-2 on the preseason. Ben, John Carlson, a real bright spot in this game. Scoring a real nice shorthanded goal. Something he hasn't done a lot of in his career and he picked up another goal along the way, too. In his first game in this preseason, he was as good as anybody else out there. Patrick watch was on for John Carlson from early on in the second period on. But, yeah, nice to see him. Again, his preseason debut, and keep in mind, he battled the knee issue late last year and into the playoffs, had a procedure done in the offseason. So not that there was any doubt, but reassuring nonetheless to see him in the preseason opener. And he was partnered with Alexander Alexeyev among the top prospects on the back end. But that being said, some extra response there for Carlson playing with Alexeyev skated north of 22 minutes and showed himself well with those two goals especially power play shorthanded coming up in different situations bringing the Capitals even in both those instances so nice to see Carlson among the veterans making their preseason debut last night. Michael Kempney I think this is a bit of a work in progress and of course it is for all the time that he has missed Yes, it was a bad turnover on the Jack Hughes goal that he scored first minute of the second period. You're working on timing. You're working on getting your game back. He was out there a lot. They are going to work him back into shape. That's not just physical shape because he is in pretty good physical shape, but you need your timing. You need to be able to be out there without fear. He's had such horrific injuries and bad things have happened to him really going back to 2019. This is going to be something to watch as we go through the preseason, but it was a tough night for him last night, and he'll continue to be thrown in there moving forward here through this exhibition year. Yeah, it was, especially early on, a little bit of a challenge return for Michael Kempney, it appeared, and hardly eased eased into things. He played almost nine minutes in the first period alone, and you referenced the turnover on the Jack Hughes goal, and the first goal of the game for New Jersey, Igor Sharangovich using the wheels and was able to get past Michael Kempney through the neutral zone and into the Capitals' end, so certainly a work in progress, you could say, for Michael Kempney. Again, his first game, for context here, his first game at the NHL level, albeit a preseason game, but his first one since August 
2020. And look, the thought is, yes, Peter Laviolette, the thought is he's going to get quite a few games here in the preseason. There's four remaining. Maybe Kempney gets in three of the four that are left. And he's, again, looking for that opportunity to, to crack the top six and take advantage of some of those vacancies on the left side. But yes, some, uh, some work to be done there to get more comfortable. On the penalty kill last night, we saw something that I didn't expect. I'm not sure that it was discussed, but it was noticed that Evgeny Kuznetsov seeing regular time on the penalty kill. I told this story on the air last night, or just a reminder that this is something we had seen a little bit of in the preseason, Todd Reardon's first year here. And I remember him saying that they wanted to be more aggressive, they wanted to create offensive chances a man down, and they wanted to take a look at Evgeny playing with Andrei Burakovsky and playing shorthanded and see how that went. That never got off the ground. And I understand it in theory, but it just, that wasn't going to go, and it didn't go. And we haven't seen Evgeny, to your point, you have a great stat on this, at all on the PK. But something we at least got to look at here a little bit last night of the game against the Devils. Yeah, he played quite a bit shorthanded last night against New Jersey. Two minutes, 37 seconds worth of shorthanded ice time for Kuznetsov. And for context, the number you're referring to, I looked at the past two regular seasons, just for context, for perspective, past two regular seasons combined, he played a total of just two and a half minutes shorthanded across 104 regular season games. So it'll be interesting to see if this is something that has legs I wouldn't think that he would be given that opportunity here in the preseason if there isn't thinking behind that. Do you want to see him in that instance in the regular season? And it's interesting, John, because I also looked this up when you consider who played shorthanded last year for the Capitals for a unit which, by the way, finished in the top five on the penalty kill. The top eight forwards in ice time are all back this year from in no particular order, be it Nick Dowd, Lars Eller, TJ Oshie, Carl Haglin, etc. They're all back. So... It's not as if there's a real vacancy there among the forward group shorthanded. So it's interesting. Is this in an effort to keep Kuznetsov engaged, to keep him more involved? You know, you get in penalty trouble. He would normally be stapled on the bench for long stretches. So it'll be interesting to see what the logic is behind this and if this is something that we continue to see moving forward. Because to your point, two years ago, it was an experiment in one or two preseason games and never really heard from again. I think, and Ken brought this up on the broadcast last night, that there's a little too much risk, and this is just me saying this and agreeing with my partner mostly, that when you are already missing Nick Backstrom and you are putting him potentially in a, in a situation where you're blocking pucks or things happen when you're playing defensive in your own zone that you know bad things can happen and things can go wrong, you can't miss him. You've got to have him available and healthy if absolutely and at all costs. So think it would just be an experiment and something that you can draw from maybe somewhere down the line. This is the time of year to do that. I'm thinking that we're not going to see it at the beginning of the regular season, but you never know. Uh, we'll get a chance before the game on October 13th to hear from Peter Laviolette here on this show, and we'll, we'll certainly ask about that. Let's talk about Hendricks Lapierre. He has four assists in two games. He's making a statement. He wants to hang around here, and given what is available, if Backstrom is unable to go, I don't know that I see a situation that LaPierre can be here all year, but I do see a situation that he could be here for that window at the beginning before he has to go back to junior, especially if you have Backstrom potentially on LTIR. You've got all the money in the world to play with and the young option. You can see what he – give him a taste of playing regular season games and see how he does – I think I could see that after what I've seen here in a couple of games. we still got four more to go, but I'm impressed with what I've seen out of him. 
Yeah, and I think a few things were telling in last night's game against New Jersey. First off, looked very good. Again, you referenced the four assists he has. He had a terrific outlet pass in the second period to set up a TJ Oshie breakaway opportunity, and Oshie was able to convert. But the outlet pass, the vision through the neutral zone to send that puck to Oshie, that was a great sight from Hendricks Lapierre. Again, he brought the wheels. He was able to draw a penalty as well in the offensive zone. He did a lot of good, and what I liked as well from him, just even looking at the box score, won 10 out of 14 draws. That was an area in the opener on Sunday against uh, the Boston Bruins. He struggled in the face-off circle. He improved considerably there. And then perhaps the most telling is that in the final minute of regulation, down by one, goaltender pulled, extra attacker out there. It was Hendricks Lapierre with all the big boys, Ovechkin, Oshie, Kuznetsov, Mantha, Carl, and Hendricks Lapierre. That's some pretty good company for him. So good on him. Does it lead to a further audition in the regular season? My thought, John, is, is first things first. I think he's earned himself a longer preseason look. We didn't know that a week ago. You wondered, would he be among maybe the early cuts going back to junior? I think he's earned himself a, a stay here in the second week. Maybe he gets a preseason game on the road, different environment. You don't have the advantage of last change, etc. So I think he's done a lot of good and at least earned a, a lengthier stay. And to your point, on the other side of the preseason, could be an opening come regular season time. It'll be interesting how all that plays out between now and October 13th. We spent a lot of time going into last night's game talking about first look at Alex Ovechkin, Evgeny Kuznetsov, Anthony Mantha on the top line. Mantha at times last night, there were times that both Ken and I had thought that he's got to be able to shoot the puck more. When he has the opportunities, Alex was giving him pucks to shoot, and a lot of times, there were at least two or three occasions that I can remember where he had the opportunity and he passed it up. And I think that as he gets through this preseason, what I want to see out of number 39 is if confidence is an issue, and look, I'm not going to read too much into one preseason game. It is what it is. But it is the first time they were all together. He was given the opportunity against New Jersey last night to show that he belongs on the top line, belong with Kuznetsov. You're playing with world-class players. You mentioned on the show yesterday, hey, that's tough duty. Not everybody can do it. But he's got to, I think, start to understand a little bit more that you do get the right to shoot pucks. T.J. Oshie has spoken about this. He knows what it's like playing up there. It is an adjustment sometimes, but I want to see Anthony Mantha firing more pucks. I didn't see enough of that last night. I need to see more. And plus, he's, he's a goal scorer, Anthony Mantha. It's what he does, a 20-goal scorer over the course of his career in his previous seasons with the Detroit Red Wings. So, yes, yeah, certainly that they'll need him to be a little bit more trigger-happy. And we saw it late last season as well. Something that comes to mind that Oshie said years ago was, he says in retrospect, probably took him that first month that he was playing with Ovechkin until he became fully comfortable to keep, to get greedy, to be a little selfish, and to be trigger-happy and to find the back of the net himself. So hopefully it doesn't take Anthony Mantha that long. Hopefully it's just a couple more games. But you're right, in the preseason opener, maybe a little bit of a carryover from what we saw last spring. Again, Ovechkin's on your opposite wing, greatest goal scorer of all time. Could be tempting to give to him, to look to him, but there was certainly an instance in last night's game in the second period where it was just one too many passes, and, and Mantha had an open look, and, and he, he didn't take advantage of it. He gave it back to Ovechkin. So something, uh, a work in progress there, but four more preseason games. We'll see how much longer, how many more looks he gets with Ovechkin and Kuznetsov on the top line because it is one that Laviolette is certainly hopeful will click and, and work together here moving forward. All right, so a little bit of house cleaning here before we leave you this morning. No radio from Philadelphia. You can see the game on NBC Sports Washington. It will be the Philadelphia feed, not Joe and Craig. 
7 o'clock puck drop. No radio for the next two as well either. Uh, travel restrictions on us. Joe and Craig aren't traveling. We aren't either. So you've got that working for you. You do have an internet feed through the Caps website on Monday from New Jersey. The game will be on NHL Network on Wednesday. The last road preseason game coming at you from Boston. We will be back at it for the game against the Flyers at Capital One Arena. That will be a week from tomorrow on Friday night, last of the preseason, last of the six. So that is our schedule. You've got some viewing options, but they're a little different this exhibition year than they have been in years past. Podcast also taking Friday off. Long weekend for us back on Monday with a recap from Philadelphia. Division previews continue next week. And right now, 13 days from the start of the regular season, the Caps and the Rangers on October 13th. Hey, Ben, have yourself a great Thursday and a great weekend, will you? Happy Thursday. Happy weekend, John. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Caps! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com. Or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.